Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. And Tamar, without question nor hesitation, makes a decision to run towards Jesus and thus begins her journey as a follower of Christ. And it's such a lesson for many of us who are kind of holding out or hesitating, let's kind of go in, jump in head first, and everything else will be provided for you on the way. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services, who does all of our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained. And Life-Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at ChristinaPereira.org. Do you have a loved one special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to christinapereira.org slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so happy to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing person with me here today on the podcast. She is the hit character Tamar from the historical drama The Chosen series. I have with me here today Amber Shana Williams. Amber, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Christina. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be speaking with you today. Oh, well, it is a pleasure and honor to have you. I cannot tell you how many people have reached out to me and said, you have to watch The Chosen. You have to connect (laughs) with The Chosen. I want to hear from The Chosen. Well, I so appreciate you being here with me. I've told our listeners a little bit about you. Can you share with them maybe something personal just to help get to know you? Yeah, a lot of people don't know. When I post pictures, I think I'm just visiting (laughs) that I have been living in Spain now in Madrid for six years and that I actually booked The Chosen after I was already living over here and I flew myself to Texas. I found somewhere to stay just for the opportunity to be a part of the show. Wow, that is really incredible. You know, my husband often, he thinks I'm a little funny because I always want to live overseas. But I think it's truly amazing. How have you been loving Spain? I've absolutely fell in love with this country and the people here. But honestly, when you move abroad, especially to a place that you don't speak the language, it's such a humbling experience. And you learn what it's like to be the other 
And Mm. it's taught me so much about being a human being, how to adapt. (laughs) And I've also picked up Spanish, which is one of the extra pluses of living in a country where you don't speak the language. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. You know, it's such a valuable thing being able to speak multiple languages. I took a few years in Spanish in high school and that was it. (laughs) So did I. And I didn't realize that when I got here, that did nothing for me. I was like, wait, well, ¿dónde está la biblioteca? There is the library. (laughs) And it just, you really kind of just sink or swim and it's a survival instinct. And it's so amazing to see how that kicks in when you have to have a skill how you just kind of miraculously find it and it's given to you. And I was really blessed for the opportunity to be here. And I've met so many incredible people. And I was even more so blessed and favored that I was able to continue my work here, which I never thought would be possible, how I'm able to be an actress in multiple countries and one that, you know, where my native language isn't even spoken. Wow, that is so cool. Yay, Jesus. Isn't he amazing? Amazing. So good. Well, for those of you out there who aren't listening or aren't watching the television yet, it's all about the historical life of Jesus. And it focuses on how the people who knew him, his disciples and the women around him, how they saw him. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your character, Tamar? Absolutely. So I play Tamar in The Chosen, and she is introduced in episode six of season one. And we see her as the referenced person in the Bible of the friend of the paralytic. What the Chosen has done is given her a name and a backstory. And she brings him to Jesus in that episode in which he performs his first public miracle. And what the Chosen has done with Tamara, they've done it so beautifully as they intertwined her into other stories that we, you know, we've grown to know and love, including being a part of the women who were following Jesus and who also have supported his ministry through financial Mm, I love that so much. I love that The Chosen is giving women names and really highlighting his role or their role in his ministry. Because oftentimes, like we don't really hear that portrayed. What has that been like for you being a woman and just getting to be in this process? Well, you know, being a, a woman is such a unique experience. And there's so many challenges that we face that are also unique to who we are. And it's been such a blessing to finally be able to portray someone who isn't a monolith, like especially Tamar, for example. She is so many things. We see her coming in and she is passionate and she's kind and she is persistent and she's a loving friend. And then as we see her character grow and without giving too much, (laughs) for those who haven't seen season two or three, but we find her to also be a woman who is fierce and who is strong and who is outgoing and who is mission-oriented. And she's just so many things, just beautiful contradiction, as many women are. Mm -hmm. And it's been such a pleasure to kind of explore that and grow with her over the seasons. Mm, I think that's beautiful. Thank you for portraying that because it is such a dichotomy being a woman. We have this strength and yet we have this tenderness as well and I absolutely love that. So do I and I think that we're often portrayed either one way or another and I love that we're able to not to just kind of explore what it is to be who we are and the dynamic and the relationships between women which (laughs) is often viewed at in one or two ways as well but 
it's been so humbling as well to be seeing life from someone else's eyes through someone else's pain and tragedy and how they've grown from that. But also at the same time, what you'll see with Tamara as well is that she does what most of us do, and that's kind of cover our own pain in order to be there for others. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we don't necessarily deserve and we shouldn't carry these burdens. They're not ours to carry, but we're humans and we're flawed and we do it. And it's been quite an experience to see how human that the Chosen and the writers, Dallas Tyler and Ryan, have gone about bringing such authenticity to these characters. And I have to wonder who's back there is helping you write this because it's not often that you have a group of men um, tell a story, a narrative from a woman's point of view with such accuracy. Mm, I love that so much. Since I've started watching the series, I've really noticed that they really try to weave this backstory into it. And I'm like sitting here watching, you know, Nicodemus and his wife and watching his struggles and things like that. Has your character really gone through these questions where she's meeting Jesus and she's seeing what he's doing and she's really struggling and trying to process it all? If you take a look at Tamar, she's the other in the group. She's the first kind of Gentile comfort, to be honest. And it's a challenge in so many ways. She is from another country. She speaks another language. She meets him on the road. But immediately in that moment, when she comes across Jesus, she knows he's different. She knows him and mm -hmm. she trusts him immediately. And watching that just continue to grow because she is faced with some moments, and you'll see in season two, where the moment comes, the kind of fork in the road of, do I run away or do I run towards? Mm. And Tamar, without question nor hesitation, makes a decision to run towards Jesus and thus begins her journey as a follower of Christ. And it's such a lesson for many of us who are kind of holding out or hesitating. Let's kind of go in, jump in head first, and everything else will be provided for you on the way. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so much like our personal faith walk with him? You know, so many times the Lord has asked me to go and do this or do that. And I've just, I feel like I'm so far over my head that if he doesn't show up, I'm just in trouble, you know? Yeah, it's such a struggle for many of us on a daily basis is that we don't know what to do and often left to our own devices. We just keep getting a lot of the same. And one thing about Tamar that I loved so much, and it was literally the first thing that Jesus said to her was that your faith is beautiful. And I realized, mm -hmm. gosh, I have a lot of work to do because how often do I let fear lead and guide me? You know, how often we all do that? Like, oh, that seems a bit scary. I don't want to go out and do that because it scares me. These are decisions that I've been faced with on many occasions in my life. And once I made the choice, to step out on faith and to not look for the answer because I don't have it is when I was met with the most beautiful response and the greatest blessings because I trusted that it would be provided to me. And it was. And so now I've kind of taken a look at life as in, you know, it's not my job to know what's coming next. It's my job to be living in the moment and to be grateful and to have gratitude for all that is given. Mm, that's so good, Tamar. Oh, I just called you Tamar. Amber. It's okay. That just means I'm doing really well with this character. <laughs> yeah, I was all deep in there, man. 
That's so good. I think that's such a lesson that all of us are learning. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said be present in the moment and not in charge of what's coming next. And, you know, that's the biggest thing I've noticed about following Jesus is one, that he's so generous with what he gives to us. He says, your faith is beautiful. Or he says to the woman with the issue of blood who touched the hem of his garment, your faith has made you whole. Mm-hmm. And he's so generous. Even that faith is from him, but yet he turns around and rewards us with his, you know, with that accolade from him. He's just so generous. And then, too, what you said about just being in the moment and just letting him lead. How has working on the chosen like deepened your faith? Like, how have you changed from seeing the process, from filming, from watching the other characters and the storylines come to life? What's affected me most on a personal and um, just a really deep level is how it's affected actually others, how deeply connected and profound the impact the show has had on the lives of the fans and those who view the show. And I received so many messages and so many just DMs and emails and calls and requests from people saying how much the show has changed their lives or how low they were. I think someone was after season one, episode one, mm-hmm. where Jesus comes to Mary and he embraces her in that moment after she contemplates suicide. Yeah. There were people who have come to us and said, I was there and I was actually contemplating the same. And Wow. This saved me. And mm-hmm. it like pulls at your heart because you never realize that you'd be a part of something so grand and impactful. And not only is it connecting those who are believers, but it's also reaching those outside of the faith, reaching those outside of the country. It's reaching the far corners of the earth. It's global. And it's just awe inspiring because no one expected this when we started and it's also created quite a bit of a responsibility for each of us as well Mm -hmm. and I think that's also a challenge is making sure that we are respectful to the stories that we are telling and that we stay truthful and honest are you a new believer in Jesus and don't know where to start first let me say welcome to the family of God it's so important to anchor yourself in the gospel and the finished work of Jesus This powerful workbook includes foundational gospel truths to anchor your heart in new covenant reality and interactive journaling prompts to begin your relationship with Jesus. This workbook includes teaching based on the Word of God. It will help you understand precisely why you need a Savior, what Jesus has done for you, your new creation life in Him, and how to have a relationship with Him. Journal through the pages to dive deep into the heart of God for you as his child and increase your faith as you learn about our beautiful Savior. Be sure to pick up a copy of New Believer Workbook, Foundational Gospel Truths to Begin Your Relationship with Christ Jesus today. Links in the show notes or you can pick up a copy at Amazon or ChristinaPereira.org slash store. Mm -hmm. So good. Thank you for sharing that story. I was just going to ask you, can you share some stories of how it's impacted you? If you have any others, I would love to hear them. Yes. (laughs) I do. I have to be really careful because I'm such a crybaby. Oh, that's okay. I'll cry with you. (laughs) I cry in here all the time. (laughs) All the time. I'm such a crier. On my birthday, which was the third of this month, 
day I woke up and I cried to one of the messages that I received from one of the fans. So they had reached out to me like a week before and asked me if I would be willing to make a video of a kind of encouraging video for her mother who was losing her battle with cancer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see the message right away because, you know, I have like a request folder and I don't always check it every day. And so it had already been a couple of days and I saw it and I was like, uh, sure, yeah, I can do that. And I decided how sweet would it be to kind of get my castmates on board, like to do the video with me. I'm sure she'd love it because she told me her mother was such a fan of the show. And it took a few days to get it in because, you know, anything you want to do with a group of actors is like herding cats. Yeah, I can imagine. And so I finally got all the videos and I put them together and every single video, none of us were able to hold back tears because it's just put into perspective how unpromised every day is for us Mm. and how it could all be taken from us, either our lives or the lives of those that we love and how we should be more grateful. And so everybody was touched that did help do a video and so did I. So we're all crying or trying not to. And I put the video together and I sent it in. And I think I sent it maybe the first. And since I was in Greece at the time, it was a time difference between the zones. And so she didn't get it to the next day. And she sent me a message on the third. And I woke up and I was excited to see what her response is you know, from her mother. And she says, Amber, thank you so much for the video. It was so sweet. We were such so shocked that all the actors kind of jumped on board and were sending these beautiful messages. Heartfelt as well. I ran downstairs and showed my dad and I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. And then she goes, but I wanted to let you know that my mom passed away last night before she had a chance to see you. Oh, no. And that was the first thing I saw on that day, that morning. And I was so heartbroken and not just because she was no longer with us, but I was so moved and touched by the joy that persisted in the voice of her daughter and the positivity and the love that she still had. And she didn't shed a tear. She was so happy. She was just like, I know she wasn't here to see this, but I know she watched it. And Mm -hmm. we're going to keep this forever because it's something that we can reference every day. And it means so much to us. She loved the show so much. She'd wear her shirts to chemotherapy just so the nurses would ask about the show. I was so hurt. And I think it was because I took for granted every day that I had until that moment. Because I'm like, I have time. I have time. We have time. And at the end of the day, you never know how much there is left. And that Mm -hmm. was such a lesson to me in that moment. And I cried like a big baby. And my castmates cried with me because I sent them the sweet response video she sent. And it was just so, so heart-wrenching. And this is not a unique experience because this is not the first time someone has actually come to me and told me that their mother was such a fan of the show and my character even and how they passed away recently. And as I mentioned, I'm a crybaby, so I can't hold it in when that happens. And it's something I never expected, but it's something we all kind of hope for as storytellers, as actors, is that our work and what we do is impacting those who watch it. Mm-hmm. And it's being proven to us every single day. Mm, I love that so much. Well, you know, it was so interesting. When I was looking at information about The Chosen, it said that it's the first ever multi-season TV show about the life of Jesus. And it was all crowdfunded. 
you guys aren't supported by any major Hollywood networks or anything like that. It's been incredible to watch that so many people were interested and supportive and wanted to give. They wanted to see it portrayed. And I just think that just speaks to how hungry people are out there. Yeah, you know? that's exactly what I was going to say is that how much people wanted this and that there was room for us here. And I think it's a lesson to many. And I think it's going to start something. It's obviously a movement at this point, And that we'll see a lot of people and shows and productions following in the footsteps of what The Chosen has accomplished. That's so amazing. I love that. You know, it's so interesting. I'm watching God just radically use media right now to spread the truth of the gospel. One of my favorite scriptures, it says that God will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea with the glory and the knowledge of God. And he's literally just pounding the airwaves right now with the Chosen series and podcasts and TikTok. You know, I just had this amazing conversation with this really great guy. He's had over 30,000 salvations on TikTok. And it's just astounding. The Lord, he really wants people to know who he truly is and how much he loves them and treasures them. And he wants them to see what he went through to have them in his arms forever. And, you know, you guys are part of this movement to really portray who Jesus really is. And it's such a privilege and honor. You know, it just brings me so much joy. And I'm excited to see the fruit on the other side of heaven because truly we don't know. Sometimes I feel like I send stuff out on the internet and we never know what comes back, but it's just truly amazing. And I think one day when we get to heaven, we'll just be truly amazed, you know? And what we do requires so much responsibility and respect. Yes. What we want to do is make sure that we stay truthful to that and the story Because one thing I think The Chosen does a beautiful job of is that it sends people to their Bibles. They've come straight out and say, we're not at all a replacement. Mm -hmm. Um, If anything, I love to call them an inspiration because there's so many moments where I was like, I didn't know that. Is is that true? And I go run straight to my little prayer Bible I have here and I look it up and I'm shocked sometimes at the things I didn't know. And It just goes to show how much honor and respect goes into the storytelling and the authenticity and the love, because it's not just a TV show to us. It's not just a TV show to Dallas and the other writers, Tyler and Ryan. It's a passion. And you can Mm -hmm. see that in the writing and you can see that in the performances of my castmates because it's so beautiful to watch them work. And we form such a family behind the scenes as well. And it's been one of the joys of my career thus far. Mm, That's so good. I love that. You know, authenticity is important. Like I always tell people, whenever I have people on the podcast, I always read their books. I always read their stuff. I too feel this tremendous responsibility to give people good stuff, to point people in the right direction. Because there is a lot of misinformation out there. And I think what I want to do most with my life is portray Jesus accurately as possible, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we've never seen him portrayed in the way that they do in The Chosen. I have so much admiration for that because it creates more a view of how I would imagine he is or would be in this time where 
he laughs and he smiles and he jokes and he brushes his teeth and he dances and he comes and meets you where you are. And I think a lot of people who are afraid to move forward on their journey of faith will be inspired by watching the show because you see and every time he comes to someone, he meets them on their level. And mm. it's not this kind of ethereal portrayal that you feel like you can't reach and that you can't access and which oftentimes discourages people to move further on their journey. And it's a way that I would love to see Jesus as well, just this coming down to meet me and speaking my language when he meets Tamar in episode six of season one. The first thing he does in the show is speaks to her in her language. He notices immediately that she's not from around there. <laughs> And he asks her where she's from and she tells him and he immediately speaks her language. And it's such a lesson in that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it was a beautiful and I feel like everything that they do has kind of more than one meaning on this show. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun as well to watch the fans go at it and kind of decipher, what could this mean? Oh, I realize this also can mean this. It could mean that. It's like everybody who's watching the show can actively be a part of it, you know? And that's something that you don't get very often. I don't see anyone being a part of law and order like the fans but there's actually literally fans a part of the show in feeding of the 5,000 and sermon on the mount like they are coming from countries all over the planet speaking language every language you can think of all 50 states just to be a part of the show and that is a testament to what it means to so many across the globe Mm. thank you so much for having me and I would love to just leave someone who may be listening with this is that when you are faced with the question of should you or shouldn't you, if something is scaring you, if you have fear in your heart and you're not sure what to do, I want you to step out on faith. I want when you have to make the decision of doing what scares you, stepping out on faith or doing what makes you feel safe. Always step out on faith because that's where the most beautiful things lie. And if you ever, ever in doubt, ask for discernment. Mm -hmm. Ask for discernment. So good. That's so good, Amber. Thank you so much. Well, I'm going to put links where our listeners can catch a copy of The Chosen in the show notes. I'm going to pray for our listeners right now before we go. Lord Jesus, I just thank you so much for our new friend, Amber. And God, we just thank you for the work that they are doing on The Chosen. And we just thank you for revealing yourself, Jesus, more deeply and more profoundly than you ever have. We thank you for this moment in history. This is a great time to be a son and a daughter in the kingdom, a privilege and an honor. And Amber, I just bless your work. I bless all that you're doing there. We love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here with me here today. I so appreciate it. Yes, 100%. Thank you so much. So much. I appreciate you having me here today. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure and honor. Well, I hope and I pray today's episode has blessed you. I will have links from today's podcast in the show notes on cpnshows.com under Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. There you'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Amber Shana Williams. And don't forget to start watching The Chosen. You can find it on the Angel app or go to their website and download their new app. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. 
Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.